0: The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Hello, good evening. Welcome to this webinar. My name is Dr. Harry Singh, CEO of Botulinum Toxin Club. Um, looking forward to um, sharing the next 60 minutes on how to be prepared for when your facial aesthetics clinic reopens. Just want to do a quick sound check just to make sure everyone can hear me so if you put um, either yes or the letter y in the chat box on the right hand side of your screen so at least i know i'm not talking to myself got a few yeses that's all good there so we've got over 150 people registered for the webinar and um, we've got about 58 Um sign so this i'm just going to give you about another 30 seconds um, before we officially start okay that's good everyone can hear me um, I might have got a bit overexcited when I was preparing this webinar because I've got over 190 slides, so maybe a bit more than 60 minutes. Um, I'll try to be as quick as possible. Um, this webinar has been recorded, so if you don't catch anything I say um, once I've uploaded the recording, um, hopefully by this evening, you'll everyone get a copy of the webinar recording. So let's give it a few more seconds before we officially start. Okay, that's all good. Hope everyone's well and safe. Just respond to a couple of messages. right, that's all good. Okay, we'll make a start. So thank you for being on time. Um looking forward to spending next probably 90 minutes with all those slides going on. So, yeah, so obviously it's a difficult time. We are all concerned about cash flow, um, financial forecasting. Will we have any patients left when we do eventually go back to normal? More in time. So, what I want to do first is obviously thank our NHS superheroes. I know a lot of my colleagues have, um, Obviously, that do aesthetics part-time. I've gone back to the front line. My wife herself is a um, hospital pharmacist. She works in intensive care um, unit. I've um, been working quite long hours. The actually, the only good thing is I'm not allowed to hug or get any close contacts. So there is actually a bonus for this coronavirus. So I just want to obviously spend the first minute or so just thanking our superheroes, um, risking their lives uh, on the front line hopefully the pay structure and the importance will change once we're over this coronavirus I know some of you listening in on the webinar are also working on the front line so 100 respect for you guys obviously there's no way of getting around it the shit is hitting the fan um obviously priorities stay well stay healthy um self-isolate um, obey the lockdown. Obviously, we have businesses to run as well. So my other business Dental Property Clubs, so i have just nicked a couple of slides from there, is how can you be different? How can you get through this lockdown and this nasty virus? First, I will say set the example, be the leader. We are all leaders. Either you'll be leading your employees, leading your co-workers, your professional colleagues, your kids, your partner so a couple of tips and i'm sure you guys will be doing this because otherwise you would not register for this webinar reading i spend one hour a day reading i've also I've got loads of books i want to get through it's also quite strange whenever you see the politicians on the zoom call or from the living room they've all got massive libraries um don't have if that's for sure what they actually do read that much i'm quite impressed with their library so reading also I've written a couple of books on financial freedom and I give my kids to read a chapter a day and they have to present it to me. Um, because when you have to teach someone else to present it, you'll have a different mindset reading. Netflix, I hardly watch it. You see people on social media asking for the next series, binge series. Obviously, yeah, have some fun, but they, they won't going to be the first ones complaining when everyone else is ahead once this lockdown is over. If you always want to write a book, um, go for it. I've written four books. If you need any help or advice or contacts, um, uh, email me. I'm doing an operations manual for my clinic. Um, always want to do it, but never had the time. I've gone back on my personal trainer. always been working remotely, so they prepare the meals and have a workout every day or sometimes twice a day. Upskill, learn a new hobby. I said to my wife, I want to learn poker. Um, she so didn't allow me to learn poker. Always want to learn poker, properly become a professional poker player. Work on the business. Obviously, there's numerous educational resources. MCAS is quite good. Obviously, you've got your manufacturers, suppliers that are, um, doing webinars as well, etc. Um, fifth, you get what you focus on. Obviously, we can only focus or control what we can control. So they get everything else. I like to talk about the 3Ms. I'll talk about marketing, but also 3Ms in terms of mindset, have a positive mindset, which I'm going to come on to in a minute. Mindfulness, be aware what's around you, what's going on, and meditation, just a reflective period on what's going on. So a couple of things. Um, personal, um, create the information gains. So Seth Godin, I'm going to mention later on in the webinar, he talks about creating your incoming information. So... News, I would listen to maybe about 20 minutes a day. Facebook, I've most of it turned off, and this is for marketing or educational purposes. You're going to get swamped by all this negative media What I control what news comes to you. Obviously, look at the business, look what government support is. I'm going to a bit more detailed. And obviously, now is the time not to panic, but um, time to plan. See, someone's put, I'm um, strict poker. Actually, I don't think you want to see me naked if I lose. So, look at your expenses, personal and business. It's actually a perfect opportunity to look at all your direct debits. So I cancelled a couple of direct debits um, last week. I really had them, um, and they're only about £5 a month, but it all makes a difference. Look at your mortgage if you want to take a mortgage holiday. Just be wary, it does occur on your credit report. Not that it's going to be a black mark, but indirectly, speaking to lenders, because I'm in the property game, they were if They've got two people they can lend to. One hasn't taken the mortgage holiday and the other one has. They're not going to lend to the person taking the mortgage holiday because their mindset is they cannot cope with three months of non-payment or no income, how they're going to cope over the 20-year period if there's any problems. Look at the government assistance. You've got business interruption loan, business grants, furlong staff, um, universal credit statutory sick pay. So it doesn't matter where you can get the money from. I'm not going to say no to any free cash. Obviously, have if you have in a lucky position to get cash, have a cash buffer. Obviously, don't have too much cash. We don't know what is um, the situation. Just going to hold on. Someone can anything. Um, if you look at your settings, so that everyone else can hear. So um, it must be something to do with your audio settings on your computer. Um, cash buffer. Maximum I would keep in any bank account is 85,000. We do not know what's going to happen. Could the banks collapse? It's going to be very rare or virtually impossible, but you never know. Some don't put more than 85 grand in any one bank account because the government will insure up to 85 grand, but nothing more than that. Um, It's a good time to remortgage if it came under a fixed period. Um, It's a good time because you've got interest rates have never been lowest in the history. That's good, Other people can hear it. It's well done. Um, be proactive, not reactive. Have a 12-week cash flow. Um, Worst case scenario, I've done for 12 weeks. So, okay, no income for 12 weeks. How's it gonna affect? Then you can see where the peaks and the troughs are. Look at your cash balances. Can you get any income coming in? Can you offer a discount? Can you offer gift vouchers? Any outstanding payments? Negotiate all your bills. Most companies are reasonable. Say, okay, can't pay you for three months, I'll pay you. Um, also, it's a good point to see what companies are favorable and are none on your side because when it goes back to normal, I'm going to reward those companies. Uh, any assets, watches, gold, if you're lucky enough, silver. Um, might sell my wife's wedding jewelry, doesn't mean really you use it now. Uh, get rid of excess baggage, unwanted direct debits, and obviously keep on hold any expansion expansion plans here's a wake-up call history does repeat itself so not being a doom and gloom merchant, but something like this will probably happen in our lifetime again in terms of affecting our business cash flow. so be prepared learn from this and when it does happen in 20 30 years whenever it does happen at least you be prepared um interesting graphics someone sent me obviously any crisis, financial state, unstability, instability is shock, denial, blame, test, discover, learning, integrate new meaning. So when it happened, we were in desire, it's not going to happen to us. It happened to China, it happened to Italy, it won't come to the UK. Okay, it's happened to us, not our for panic, etc. But as well as the curve at the top, I want to look at the bottom half of it so see if you're a business and you've got employees they will be going through certain emotions um uncertainty communicate with your team daily if you can if not um every two days and uh, some of the emotions to be shocked denial, anger what is their future going to be if you are gonna have to make someone redundant tell them as early as possible they can plan. it's that uncertainty they will respect you more Instead of you trying to hold on to them, knowing you can't keep them, but try to keep them sweet. So the sooner they have certainty, the better it is for both parties. Um, Once we get through this, we are going to get through this together. Obviously look at innovation, creative. What can you get rid of, strip off, get rid of excess fat, excess baggage? What can you make your business um, thrive instead of surviving? And as I mentioned, concentrate on what you can control, your attitude, your performance, your actions. Concern, economy, technology, changes, company decisions you cannot control, um, substitute company decisions with government. Circle of influence for your relationships, your boss, if you have got a boss, your career, my health, and circle of control. Just concentrate on your circle of control and influence. The circle of concern you're not gonna have much effect on. So let's get to um, nitty-gritty. So we gonna do a little introduction at the beginning. A lot of my thing I'm gonna be talking about is the business mindset because this has made the biggest difference to my businesses is the mindset I've had and I've always been into mindset. I remember going to business, conferences, personal development 20, 30 years ago and they would spend half the time, sometimes even 80% of the time, talking about mindset. And I was going and I would get bored, I'd go, well, I go, Why do I want to look at mindset for? I just want to look at the strategies, the tactics the mechanics to how to do it but I ignored the mindset in my early days and I had limited success when I looked at the mindset in more detail and I could understand why they focus on mindset and you may be in the same position to me listening to this webinar tonight going okay this is not what I signed up for guarantee you'll come back five ten years time and say actually Harry you're right my wife does that ten years later she goes yeah actually right it's very hard for her to give up that she was wrong um mindset is critical I would say 80% of your success is mindset then I'm going to talk about what can you do right now now we've got this um free time and then the five strategic core elements that you need to plan so when you go back to business the new normal you've got these nailed nailed you're going to make it work so a little bit introduction so get comfortable getting uncomfortable. My personal trainer always says this, the magic happens outside your comfort zone. So I'm going to try to make this um, webinar as interactive as possible. So I've got a number of polls throughout the next 18 minutes, I would say. So I will to see who's here, who's listening. So I'm just going to launch this first poll. Okay. So if you just tick or click um, who says so you've got dental professionals, doctors, medical nurses, pharmacists and the rest. Just wait for the votes to come in Got 70% voted so come on the other 30% and we get comfortable being uncomfortable only 78% voted that's 22% not good. Right. Okay. Just see. Close the poll. Shows up. So majority are dentists. Not many doctors. Ten percent, eleven percent medical nurses. No pharmacists. And then nine percent are the rest. Thank you for that. Let's get through that. Okay. So a little bit about we Set up um, BTC Botulinum Toxin Club. Um, 2014. Seems ages ago now. Won some awards. Um, obviously run training courses on the clinical aspects and the non-clinical and I do stress the non-clinical. The clinical obviously need to be really good, perfection is the clinical part but my career in face aesthetics which starting in 2002 is not actually the best clinicians not the most successful. I am no way the best clinician, a lot more clinicians better than me um, but I am one of the best marketers, best business minds and that's why I have successful clinics is to do with the marketing, the business aspect. Um, That's us and trainers throughout the UK. So today is not going to be like a tailor-made suit. I'm going to go over my strategies, and tactics that work for me. They may not necessarily all work for you. So just take with a pinch of salt what I'm going to say. Tailor-make it to your individual situation and see what works for you and what doesn't. So I'm going to disperse this um, webinar with some motivational quotes. Um, Don't stop when you are tired, stop when you are done. Same again with my personal trainer. He always wants to kill me. So in order to become a 1%, you must do what the other 99% want. So when I started Dentistry '96, Aesthetics 2002, I went on obviously all the clinical courses, co- clinical conferences, but... That was only 20% of the time. 80% of the time was business conferences, marketing seminars. And it was quite funny in those days when people said, what do you do? And I said, dentist, facial aesthetics. I was the only dentist or um, person offering medical professional offering facial aesthetics. Most of the people were internet, market, specialist marketing um, agencies. And they were surprised to see me then. One day was surprised. And I was surprised I was the only medical professional. Obviously now more and more medical professionals are going on to the business courses, business seminars. But in my in 1990s, early 2000s, I never ever saw any other medical professional. So don't compete, dominate. We are, well, I stopped stop that sentence, not we are. Most people are worried about the competition. I don't care what the competition are doing, because if I did care, I wouldn't be running these webinars, sharing my secrets and what's worked. There's enough business for everyone. So if you change that mindset, don't compete, dominate. So Airbnb, when they got into the property market, they could have tried to compete, go cheaper rents, better quality properties. Same again, Uber into the taxi business. They could have competed better cars, cheaper rates, but they go, no, we're going to dominate. They did something completely different with Airbnb and Uber. So what can you do that's completely different that makes you stand out, where you're not worried about the competition, you're dominating. Don't be vanilla ice cream. Everyone's vanilla ice cream. Be mango ice cream. I love mango. So, ignore the competition. Ignore the haters. And actually I don't mind haters. One of my gurus, um, he says from America, he says your only job is to grow the number of haters because if you're not doing well if you're not successful you will have no haters so he says your primary job is to grow the number of haters so you should have that mindset how how can i increase the number of haters i get because they are keyboard warriors they're not they're not they're not going to be comfortable being uncomfortable you are According to my wife everyone hates me so majority of the webinar is going to be Number two, agenda number two, business mindset, thinking your way into business success. So I call it the happy mindset. And there's going to be a category for each of those letters. So let's start off with a healthy lifestyle. You cannot have a successful business without a healthy lifestyle. We are in the aesthetics business. People are going to judge you on your looks. Take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. So, you need a healthy diet. Physical activity, a lot of people are going back into physical activity because they've got the time now. And what I found when I was my fittest, when I was training the most, I earned the most. People always say they haven't got time to exercise. They're too busy with business. When I had that excuse, my income dropped. So, when I was training the most, sometimes I'll be training twice a day, morning and night time, I had my best level of profit income look after your skin now you've got the time to follow that 15 um, stays skin care regime which takes half maybe every morning and half an every night um if you do want to do your own botox you can do but have a healthy lifestyle that's me early this year with my training gear it's not one of those sm sm parties um Body weight vest, chains, a uh, oxygen mask would be quite handy nowadays. It actually uh, has the stimulus of out- high altitude training. So, reduced the oxygen, you'd be surprised how quick your heart rate got. I got over 200 in one session. Definitely recommend it. You will be a lot fitter and train a lot harder. So, hey, a fixed mindset. So, don't have a fixed mindset. You want to have an open mindset, acquire new knowledge. A lot of people are learning new skills, change of perception. I'm always learning. I go more I go more conferences once we get back to money, more conferences, more seminars than I did when I first started, when I was a beginner. I always want to improve, want to learn new skills. P Perfection. Love this quote because it's by me. Sloppy success is better than perfect theory. So let's say you're driving to work and you sit in your car in your driveway and you say you're only leaving if all the traffic lights are green. You never would leave. In life, there's never the perfect time. There's always going to be problems. You just deal with them. We are after progress, not perfection. And fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Just make a start. So when I had my first ascetic clinic, Everyone's saying, get the website ready, spend a couple of grand, get your brochure ready. Forget that. I'm only interested in income generating. Open the clinic, start making money, daily investing in the brochure and the website. So I've only, as a good phrase, always have, only concentrate on income generating tasks. P, pill. There is no magic pill. Compound effect. Small improvements every day. Overnight success is a myth. So people, when well, I have a dental property club, well, I set that up 2012. And obviously, to have evidence, I had to show people what I'd been doing, investing in property, etc. And all these dentists came up to me because we never knew investing in property. We never knew you had those properties. I said, why would you know? Why would I tell you? There was no reason to. So compound effect. Just do a little bit every day, like that one hour reading. I do every day without fail. Yes. So focus follow one course until successful i see people getting distracted every time you say yes to something you're saying no to something else you have to be a master at saying no so i concentrate on aesthetics and property those are my two main business i get people email me phoning me every day saying let's work together forex trading um, bitcoin stocks and shares i could say yes make a few thousand pounds more but it's going to take me away. My main activities, and also it's going to be a steep learning curve. So I've got to be a master of saying no. There's a famous story Richard Branson. Obviously, not very popular at the moment. Years ago, he was working on a project, and his one of his PAs came up to him. There's a BBC want to spend a day with you. They're going to give you half a million pounds, etc. He said no because it was a lot of money, half a million pounds. But he said it's going to distract me from this project, this focus I'm doing. So become a master of saying no. It stands for mindset, short short term. So have long term goals. And what people do, they overestimate what they can do in a day and underestimate what they can do in a year. So compound effect a little bit every day because there's going to be two pains you suffer. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The pain of discipline will last a few seconds. The pain of regret will last a lifetime. So let's say I'm trying to get healthy. Which I am, I could have the pain of regret. I give up, have that ice cream, mango ice cream, if you ever want to buy me any ice cream, that um, KFC, obviously you can't get it anymore, that pizza. I'm going to have, I've got the um, no pain of discipline, so I'm going to have the pain of regret. I'm never going to get the body I want. But if I've got the pain of discipline, eat healthy, don't drink, don't eat the crap, I'm not going to have the pain of regret. So, what are you going to have, pain of regret or pain of discipline? I, I need to control. As I said from one of the graphics earlier on, only focus on what you can control. Do not worry, do not think, do not focus on what you can not control. It's not what happens to us that's important, but how we react to what happens to us. and negative. Stay away from negative people. I call them BMWs, bitches, moaners, whingers. Your net worth is within 10% of the five to six people you hang around with. And it's an old phrase your net worth equals your network. Who are you hanging around with? You want to be not the most successful, the richest person because you'll drop your game to their level. You want to be the poorest and the least successful because you'll raise your game to that level. So, for example, I'm compet- very competitive in sports, went to Centre Parks a few years ago. Had a game of pool. First played against the kids, lost a few, um, missed a few shots, got a bit angry, but not too upset. Then I played against the wife. I wanted an eight-baller. I upped my game, concentrated much more. Are you playing with kids? Are you playing with adults? So stay away from negative people. BMWs, they have a problem for a solution. And some people are so negative, they start developing when they enter a dark room. D, dislike. As I said, your only goal or one of your primary goals is to grow your number of haters. And if you sit on the fence, you're never going to hate to stand for something. Your team will know what you stand for. Your patients will know what you stand for. S, self-concept. So self-concept is what you think of yourself. And we have the formula called tears. And I'm going to start from the end. S stands for success. You only get success because you got you achieved certain results, the R. The only reason you achieve certain results is because you got A, action. You took A, action. The reason you took action, you had an E, emotion. You had a negative positive emotion, and that emotion came from your T, thoughts. So your thoughts lead to emotions, lead to action, lead to results, success. People do not know the power of their thoughts. So that's why I said focus only on what you can control, not what you can't control. It's not what happens to you, what's important, what you do about or what you think about that happens to you. So your self concept comes from three parts. Your self ideals. Who do you role model? Who do you look up to? Because you're going to be copying them. Your self image. What do you see about yourself? Self esteem. How do you feel about yourself? And it all comes down to thoughts. And I've been researching this in the last year or so, the power of your thoughts. And it's amazing when you. You can control your thoughts. You can control what goes in your mind. That's going to make one of the biggest differences in your life. E, exercise, for the three hours. So I do 10 minutes of this in the morning, 10 minutes at night. So rituals, gratitude, meditation, planning, only 10 minutes. I just sit down, quiet room, and just breathe in, think about what I'm grateful for restraining your little voice. We all got that little voice on our shoulder. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't make that jump. It's too risky. Don't do it. We all have it. How to control that little voice. And then reflection at the end of the night. I'm not into journal. But if you're into journal, you can write this. And I'm more into thinking what happened. Why did it happen? How can I improve? How could I react differently? Only 20 minutes, 10 minutes in the morning for your gratitude meditation, 10 minutes in the evening and all constantly. Think what your little voice is saying. Most of the time, your little voice is very negative because the mind wants to protect you. It will always come up with reasons why you shouldn't make that phone call, why you shouldn't go there to that networking event. Try to restrain your little voice. And then once talking conversations, most people concentrate on the external, how to carry out the consultation, the assessment, which is important, but it's their internal little voice. Going back to the little voice, What's it saying to you? And also your why. The bigger the why, the easier the help. I went on a course years ago as a dentist, and it's to do with orthodontics, faces. went with my one of my business partners. And after, we went to the same course, same lecture, same theory, same information, same um, booklet, same course material. A year later, he made the really work. He was doing about 50 cases per month i done about two cases in the year, why? Because I wanted to give up, density. I wasn't really interested, he had a stronger why. So it's never about the information, the content, the mechanics, it's the physiology, psychology, the why. So, so spent a considerable time on the mindset, I could spend all next two hours on the mindset, but I hope you get my understanding that mindset is the most important thing. Now we've gone through the mindset, what can you do right now, number three? i like to talk about the three visa I put this in practice myself. Vulnerable, visible, valuable. So be vulnerable, reach out, ask for help, offer help to your colleagues, to your neighbours, also to your patients. Send them a message, go also be in it together. We're concerned about your health, your well-being, any help I can give, any um, favours, errands I can do for you, please um, let me know. But also, show that you're vulnerable, show that you're concerned about your business, saying, okay, we're concerned, obviously we'd love to see you as soon as possible, but obviously because of the government lockdown, we are concerned about business, hopefully we won't lose you. They may think you've got thousands and thousands of patients, you don't need That make sure everyone's important. Be visible. If you're not doing newsletters, do newsletters. Blogs, posts, videos. Have an Instagram or Facebook Live question and answer session. Give useful skin skincare regime at home. If they are going for their one exercise a day, especially with the better weather now, how to look after the skin, how to improve the immunity, vitamin D, vitamin C, etc. And that relates to valuable as well. What can you do? Check in with them. Make sure your paperwork is up to date. I'm, doing a, I'm rejigging all my consent forms. As I mentioned before, look at our operations manual. So, vulnerable, visible, valuable. Okay, let's do another poll. Okay, so which V do you think you can implement now that will make the biggest difference for your business being vulnerable, visible, or valuable? Let's get more than 80% of people voting. Got 50%. Really good. 70%. Oh, 72%. Okay, so let's have a look. So that was the poll. So 61% visible. Be visible. It could be a blog. It could be a video you send to your patients. It could be something you send in a post. It could be just phoning your patients, sending me a WhatsApp or text. Do you need anything? Can I help? Any questions? Thank you for your participation. But be wary. Don't send them too much information. I'm doing this webinar. Don't know about you, but um, filtering, as Seth Condon said, um, filtering the information I get. We got a bit excited with webinars. You could listen to about eight, nine webinars a day if you wanted to and get nothing done. So be selective. I'm grateful that you listen listening to my webinar. Be selective. Maybe one to two hours maximum a day. And then it's about implementation, not about information. And same again, be wary of You don't want too much communication with your patients. Okay. And then for the rest of the webinar, I'm going to talk about strategy. The five strategic core elements you need to work on right now that you can do while your clinics are closed. So when you um, reopen, you'll be at 100% off. So let's have a look at a couple of definitions. Strategy, tactic. I used to be rubbish at this. i a salam. So strategy is what do you want? It's the big goal, the bigger picture. So a strategy could be, I want to be in aesthetics full time. The tactics is how you're going to do it. And my problem, and I say 99% of people is, they concentrate on tactics. They're very good at doing so. I'm very good at doing stuff, taking off my to-do list, item list, I've done it. And sometimes the tactics don't relate to a strategy. I've got no strategy. So you're gonna be like a blind dart player if you've got no strategy. So you need to have a big strategy, the helicopter view, overhead view, and then the tactics will be there, what to do to support you in your strategy. And it's going to be five strategic pillars that you need to concentrate on. Marketing, operations, sales, finances, talent. You need to have a strategy first for each of those five. And then you're going to have tactics, what you need to do to achieve those strategies. So you can hear Simon in the background, I'm not in um, prison. Um, it's, I'm just living near the hospitals. There's a lot of obviously ambulances, etc. I not realize until someone's complimented and they listen to a runner, are you in prison or a police station? Okay, so let's have a look at the first pillar marketing. So, always start off with your definition. So, the strategic definition of marketing for me is constantly attracting qualified leads. I want to be consistent, but I want them highly qualified. So what's your number? How many leads do you want per month? If that is your strategic um, aim, it may be different for everyone. So that will start with because now I know the tactics, what I need to do. And so I need to have the tactics to make it consistent, to attract and make them qualified. So always work backwards. How much, how many, what percentage of each leads converts into patients? How much do patients pay? So let's say you wanted to make £5,000 a month on aesthetics, you would work, okay, £5,000 a month, that's going to, let's say, argument's sake, 50 patients, just um, number sake. you need 50 patients per month and your conversion rate is 80%, so you need 60 leads per month. So then you would tell your marketing agency or your junior market self, my only goal is to get 60 qualified leads every month on a consistent basis, That will give me 50 patients every month, which will lead to my five grand a month. You can see the important strategy. Get your strategy right first. Then we're going to look at our tactics. Because a strategy could be, let's say you are selling ice cream. You could have a restaurant shop that sells ice cream. People know what you stand for. People know what's going to be. That's going to be a much better strategy than you walking around your town with cans of ice cream approaching everyone. So that's where strategy and tactics are making a difference. Your strategy is you know what exactly you want, you're going to deliver that tactics is how to do it. So as a reward, um, I've done a free booklet, which you can download. Um, If you go to the website, you can download that booklet. Um, If you want to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, those are my handles. So the marketing strategy, we know, qualified leads, consistent leads per month. Tactics now, how are we going to do that? And I'll follow the three M's of marketing if you've heard me speak before. First M is your target market. Second M is your message. Your third M is your medium channel. So target market, you need to be specific. Who are you going to cater for? Who are you going to be attracting? Seth Godin, as I said, talked about collating the information. He's written a book called um, Tribes. He's written a number of books but tribes. Talks about how to find your target market, how you're going to market to them, what makes you different compared to your competitors. Specialists make more money than generalists because they're known for specific skills and certain target market. I live in Steamers Steamless train station, where I could go to it. Full of posters of books. The publisher goes, okay, where's our target market? Commuters, where do they hang around? Train stations. So, to help you define your target market or your perfect avatar, I use the admin falls, F A L L S. F stands for family status. A is age. L is lifestyle. What hobbies, what do they spend money already on? Second L is location, what part of town do they come from, and SSX, male or female. Narrow your target market according to those five bits, and all your branding, all your marketing message will be towards that target market. So, if you're like me, Generation X, there's a good graph to show you the um, different definitions there. So, Millennials are 23 to 38, Generation Z are 7 to 22. And we've got generation in 2019. Baby boomers and obviously silence if you're 74 to 91. So it's quite a good definition in terms of who the different generations are. And they will have different aspirations, different budgets, different medium channels, different messages you need to convey to them. So second M is message. How you convey what you do. So, we know our target market. How do you convey? Because it's to do with your brand, your logo, your coloring, what you stand for. As I said, it's going to be different for your different target markets. But also something called your elevator pitch. So, it comes from America and it says you're stuck in the elevator for 30 seconds. Someone asks you, What do you do? Most people say, Okay, I'm a dentist, I do facial aesthetics. You're talking about the problem, not about the value. So the elevator pitch is divided to five parts. Um, if you download my turbo boosting profits, it goes in more detail. So I'm going to quickly skim through this five parts. What is the problem? Why the problem is a problem, your unique solution, why they choose you, and the call to action. So what is the problem? Why the problem is a problem, your unique solution, why choose you, and the call to action. So there's a lot more information in that booklet. So what is also look at your message? Any email, newsletter, leaflet, flyer, marketing material sent. What is the value and purpose of your service? Who are you targeting? Is going to appeal to them? What's the best platform to reach them on? Then the third M is your medium channel. And it's divided into four parts: internal marketing, marketing to existing patients who you've got them; external marketing, internet marketing, social media. So internal marketing, open evenings in your clinic, if you've got a new service, new device. Newsletters, we talked about. communication first this time, because you're not physically seeing your patients. Newsletters or blogs, very important. Before and after pictures, photo albums. Let's have a look at external marketing. Joint venture partners, remember the fours, F-A-L-L-S. One of them was lifestyle. Where do they spend their money already? Makers of Toy Story said, okay, who's our target market kids? Where do kids go? Burger King. So they approached Burger King and said to them, do you mind giving our toy away free of charge? Burger King were happy because it added value to their meal. Toy Story were happy because they got exposure to the target market. The kids got the toy, wanted to buy the proper toys, want to watch the film, etc. So where do you patients already spend money? Can you joint venture with them? So we work with a lot of hairdressers in our area. Mail drops are quite good. Second, L in that fourth location, you will find there'll be a large majority of your patients coming from certain parts of town. So why not cater for them and do a leaflet drop, target a leaflet drop where most of your patients live. Newspaper advertising still works for the grey pound. Okay, internet marketing. So most websites are direct selling. The problem is most people are not ready to buy. So for example, like that turbo boosting um, for profits booklet, that's on my BTC website. I know most people that come on the website are just gathering information. So I'm somewhere catching their name and email so I can market to them. Have your website solution based. Patients only understand the solution. So instead of saying uh, Botox, filler, skin treatments, have Concerned about fine lines and wrinkles, concerned about loss of volume, concerned of skin complexion. The patient knows the solution. I'm sorry, the problem they got, not the solution. Have videos. Google owns YouTube. Have a business YouTube channel. Blog regularly at least once a month. Google loves fresh content. So if you can blog regularly, Google can pick up your website being updated on a regular basis and it will rank yours higher compared to your competitors. And then social media. LinkedIn's very good. For press contacts, radio contacts, company contacts, Twitter is very good for blog ideas. Facebook, I'll come to in a minute. Instagram is very good for before and after pictures. I'm concentrating on Facebook. So there's a part of Facebook called Facebook IQ. So if you just search for that, that's a free resource, and it's really good in terms of giving you insights what's happening. And I look at this on a regular basis. I looked at it last year. And it's talking about shift to mobile and mobile purchases. Can, is your website mobile friendly? Can they book via their mobile devices? Can they buy your skin products via their mobile devices? They want one-stop show for everything. One-click sales, mobile payment. That's an insight that Facebook came up with last year. And, it's just, and they've been right about it. It's going trend on trend. And this is what they were talking about. Shifts for 2020 mobile service economy. So, I said there's a free resource on Facebook. So, just go to Facebook IQ. Google and Facebook is where you need to be. They take 20% of the total global ad spend. So, you need to be on those two platforms. So, you're losing ground. Facebook is the way to go. And we're going to talk about how to do Facebook. Most 99% of people do Facebook wrong. So, first thing you need to do is set up your Facebook business page. Um, the screenshots here, Facebook page, settings, edit page, choose template. So it's a step-by-step guide, so Facebook can made it as easy as possible. Circle on the top, have your username. So if you just do your business page, it will come in random numbers. You can change the username, the URL to the top, so it's easier searchable. Also, call now. That's our main, have one call to action. People have too many calls to action. They have their Instagram page. They have a call now. Have, um, click our website. The confused mind does not make a choice. So have one call to action. Ours is call now for a free assessment. Obviously on the left-hand side, you can pop with what you want. So have the most popular things, photos, videos, about you, services. If you've got a shop in terms of selling skin product, you may want that higher up. So you can change the order and you can add what you want on the left-hand side. Have reviews, encourage your patients to leave your reviews. Have videos on your website, Sorry, on your Facebook page. Check the contact information. Is it up to date? Have blogs. So what you want is repurpose work once, get paid forever. So we have a blog on our website. We use that repurpose it for Instagram, repurpose it for your Facebook, etc. For that about section, customize your tabs, as we said. Add Instagram as a separate tab. Upload videos straight to Facebook. On our website, we upload them to YouTube and put the link because Google owns YouTube. But on, um, they're called native videos. If you upload it straight to Facebook, Facebook doesn't like the link from YouTube. So add it. It's called native videos, so you add it directly to your Facebook page. Add the group tab if you're an admin or feed groups so you can link um, stuff together. Content, numerous context you can do. Invite, have interviews with industry leaders. Invite people, um, influencers in your local community. Write blog posts. Make no harm in doing blog posts. Everyone's think short blog posts for SEO is about 300 to 400 words, but no harm in doing long posts. Have lead generation tools. Native, which is as I said, native videos are ones that you upload directly. Uh, and if you're just starting out, you can't afford a website, go on Facebook. It's free. Start, um, sort out your business page first. You can have um, messenger chat blog and bots in there. We don't personally, but you can if you're getting a lot of traffic there. You can have Facebook Pixel, which I'm going to talk about, which builds up your customer audience. Because if you are going to do Facebook advertising, you don't want to advertise to everyone. As we up the ice cream restaurant compared to ice cream store that goes around town. You want to have a custom audience. So who are people interested? And your IT guys will set up. It's called a Facebook pixel code. So you get a customer audience or customer lookalike. And then when you do your Facebook ad, it only goes to relevant people that are interested in beauty, facial aesthetics. It will save you a lot of money and you'll get targeted um, responses. Be aware of different types of Facebook users. There's a selfie person looking for likes, attention, relationship builders, town choirs that tell everyone what's going on, and window shoppers. You want to have a mix of posts that cater for all of them. Images, useful facts about your local area, local community, um, different blog posts, educational. So you want to cater for all the different types of Facebook users. Have a lead magnet, so if people go wrong, direct sell, direct sell, direct sell. So turbo boosting your profits booklet, how does the lead generation go? Okay, it's valuable content, Content. is a teaser, creates connection. Because we are in the coffee to marriage line in terms of marketing, we're at the coffee stage, not going to get married to them straight away. So we need to build that trust, credibility, give them something for free. But it makes sure it's useful, valuable. Now you've got their details. Now you can warm them up, send them newsletters. Lead magnet, make it short, actionable, results orientated and make it easier for them to read, to take action. You don't have to give them a 50-page booklet. People haven't got time on that. Maybe they've got time now. So when you are designing your lead magnet, think about what problems do my ideal patients need to solve? What do they really need help on? What solutions can I provide for them? how is that solution different unique? So, as I said, it could be a two-page PDF document, it could be a video, it could be a written article. Obviously, be wary with Facebook advertising guidelines. Prohibited content, so if you're going to do it yourself, then look at the prohibited content, restricted content. So, prohibited. obviously, toxin, or toxin is a PRM, so you can't advertise that. Misleading, obviously make sure you before and after because if you are going to be using them are real, not photoshopped. So again, not photoshopped. Obviously, as I say, POMs you cannot advertise. So we did a campaign. So when you are doing a campaign Facebook advertising, I would have these four strategic elements. Duration, how long do you want the ad campaign to last? Strategy, what are you going to be, what's your aim from it? Budget, put a budget to it, what's the audience? So we did the booklet, setting up a special BTC ads to run for two weeks starting January 1st, 2019. Strategy was to create full experience canvas, different images, different pictures on mobile, two to three content Facebook posts. Budget around 150 pounds, audience was that Facebook pixel, customer lookalike, customer um, ideal. What works? I'm not going to read through everything like this. It's basically test and test. You see who's clicking. How many clicks do you get in a day? Okay, that, that was a high click. What worked? Let's keep that. That was a low day. Let's get rid of that. Engagement. So lead ads, as I said, have a lead generation, lead magnet. We have our CRM system so we know who's been downloading. You can have ads in the Instagram story. We found when we put ads in Instagram stories, it worked really well. We had a buy now, so when we did the ads, they downloaded the lead generation and they could book now, pay for it. So no, do not have to ring anyone, it was all done online. Especially now, you should be looking at trying to do a lot of stuff online. Obviously, the physical treatment, you cannot look at the insights from Facebook because obviously you have a back end to see what clicked, who clicked, how much do you get clicked. Now compare Facebook to your barbecue. Let's say your neighbour's got a barbecue, you wouldn't go in. Your name is barbecue, talk to no one, eat all the burgers and go. But that's what most people do with Facebook posts, Facebook advertising. You go in, build rapport, chat to people, communicate, get to know people, then help yourself to some food. So build the audience with the Facebook pixel code, test different, test, test, test. It's all about testing. It takes an expert to this. I wouldn't recommend unless this is your. <laughs> Expert level, wouldn't recommend to do it yourself. So you got to play the long game. It's not, as I say, it's a barbecue. People are not going to buy straight away. They want to build a relationship with you. And talk about the Facebook picture. So your IT guys will know this. It is going to change all the time. So you need to keep up to date. Uh, keep on saying test and retest. Okay, let's do another poll. Okay. So which medium channel do you think will make the biggest difference? Internal marketing, marketing to your existing patients, external marketing, marketing to people that don't know you, internet marketing or social media? Okay, boy, actually, that's 50% already. Can we get past 80? 72, come on, a few more clicks. Help me out. Let's get past 80. If you haven't voted yet, Last two seconds to vote. Two, or oh, 78. Thank you. Let's share the results. So, 30%, obviously, that works well if you've got existing patients, but 50, 57% social, 14% internet, surprisingly 0% uh, external. We still get a lot of patients from external, we get patients from all four sources, but external still works quite well for us. Thank you for that. So this is the best lesson I've In marketing, you either get a result or you get a lesson. You get a result, loads of patience, you get a lesson. It didn't work. Don't repeat the same mistake. I don't, I don't even call it a mistake. You don't know until you've tested it. Okay, let's have a look at the second strategic pillar, operations. So always start with the definition. Create resilient and efficient systems, allowing you to focus on what you enjoy. Now you've got the time. It's your systems up to speed. Can it rely without you? What system do you need now? And also look in the future. As I said, online is going to be the future. Online was the present for the last 10 years as well. But it's going to be more and more people realise that they need to go physically unless they're having our treatments. So CRM, what system? So CRM is your customer relation management. So we use HubSpot. It shows very valuable information. You've got, but you've got different ones. You've got Infusionsoft, MailChimp, Constant Contact. So, you can see who's opened your newsletter, how many times they read it, what page they look at. It gives you insight. Same again with your lead magnet on Facebook. Who's opened what? Then you can tell them, except so if I know a certain patient's read the Botox part three or four times, but nothing else, I may want to send them some information about Botox. Receipt Bank. So, Receipt Bank just lets me use an app, free app on your. Actually, sorry, it's not free. Um, you pay for it, put receipt. It's quite. A low cost. and um, busy traveling around, losing receipts. So you get your receipt, take a photo via that app on your phone, and it automatically puts it into your system. And we use zero, so it puts into zero, which my bookkeeping and accountant do. And my business bank account is tied It's all done online on my mobile device. tied business account you get open within two hours. It's not like your normal business high street accounts very good very quick it's all on my mobile all interconnected with each other so what systems have you got that are working um that was just making me laugh I only just realized you have to click to submit your poll answer no worries don't <laughs> worry about it okay software what have you got clinic software i'm using uh apple canada or or online Trello is very good Slack. So Slack, start with Slack. Slack's very good for projects for individual team members. So I've um, got a Slack for example operations manual. I can invite my PM to it, my receptionist, and you can follow the suite. So it's instead of trying to find emails, it's all under one place. So they replied to Slack in that system. So they can say okay I've done that bit, I haven't done that bit, then you can keep on track of it. Trello is very good for project management. Um uh, so if you're working on a, I don't know, referral program and you want A1's input, and you, you've got certain time frames, timelines to do it, trailers, very good for project management. So those are the uh, ITs that I'm using. And obviously what you're looking at is upsetting. This is basically patients paying for more of what they're coming for. So they may have come in for certain treatments, maybe nasal labour flood, but actually they need cheek fillers and full face restoration, cross-selling, other services, for example, if you're a dentist, if coming for loss of volume in your cheeks, you could do filler, but they may have some missing teeth. Um, so you could do some dental implants and downsell. They may not be suitable for toxin or fillers, but you can sell your skin products on your sun protection. Always look at the customer lifetime value. So let's say this is a really important exercise for your team as well. So let's say a patient pays £300 every time they come in. And they come in three times a year, £900. And let's say that on the average they stay with you for five years. So that's £4,500. So I would say to my receptionist, person answering phone, imagine that patient or that caller has got on their tattoo on their forehead tattooed £4,500. That's how valuable that patient, customer, whether you want client, whether you want to call them is to us. will change your mindset how you look at each email how you look at each inquiry each telephone call okay what is your um strategy for appointments obviously we haven't got time today to go this but do you have two important things do you have a protocol for each of these situations people turning up late cancellations FTA fail to attend pre-appointment call, and emergency starts pre-booking next appointment. So what is your system? If you haven't got one, do one. And do you stick to the system? And what I find from my experience is the admin team stick to it, is the clinician you that doesn't stick to it and messes it up for everyone else. So you may need to be told off, say, stick to the system. So one, do you have a system? And two, do you stick to it? Okay. First specific element, sales. So same again, what is the strategic definition? Consistent sales, conversions that convert to businesses. How many sales do you need now and in the future? So I'll talk about my conversion assessment template. So I'll talk about pre-assessment, phoning the patient before. During the assessment, you're gonna build rapport, but what you're trying to do is find out their personality style, whether visual or kinesthetic because this will determine what evidence you present. Because if they're a visual person, they love um, images. So you're going to show those before and after pictures. If they're auditory, they love facts. So you're going to have a fact sheet. How many injections? How many units? How long will your treatment take? How long will your treatment last? When do you need your next treatment? Kinesthetic, will love case studies. They go in motion. Then you're going to answer certain questions. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to skip through the actual normal assessment you would do in terms of treatment planning. But one, expectations of treatment. Have they got realistic expectations and can you deliver the results that they want? Two, why are they coming now? Is there a big occasion coming up next week, a 50th birthday party, wedding anniversary? We know we're going to get the results done there and then. And number three, if they've had it done before, why have they changed? Two reasons. One, I don't want to repeat the same mistake last practitioner made. And also, if someone I respect, uh, it's going to be alarm bells ring because I cannot do a better job. Take your normal clinical photos and the supporting materials will relate to visual or to kinesthetic. In post-assessment, the fortunes of follow So If they go ahead, we congratulate them, give them a gift bag. If they don't go ahead, that's fine. We send them, put them in our follow-up system and we we'll send them a text a month later saying, Mrs. Jones, we saw you a month ago. Do you have any questions for us? It's not a hard sell, not do you want to go ahead with treatment. It's a soft sell saying any questions. It, they've... Remember us, and I say on average, you get 20 25% of patients after we send out a text a month later coming back for treatment. When you are doing the consultation or this old phrase, uh, be where your feet are, concentrate, no, turn your mobile phone off, no distractions, tell your admin reception team, do not disturb you. You cannot spend, you cannot be, you have to be focused, concentrating on the consultation. Like to follow the four P's. First P is patient. Are you happy to see this patient? Second P, are you the right person? Third P, are you using the right product? And fourth P, are you in the right place? Same again. Have you got answers, tactics to deal with these objections? There's only five types of objections a patient's going to come up with. No need, no money, no hurry, no desire, no trust. How can you overcome or answer these objections? Have templates made up? Now you've got the time to do it. Okay, finances, forces again, needed there. Obviously past eight o'clock, but hopefully not by 10, 15 minutes maximum. So financial strategy. So same again. Definition: profitable, cash-positive business. What's your annual turnover for? Obviously, 2019 is gone. 2020, 2021, 2022. So pricing, do not have nice, round, number three toxin. Have odd numbers. One, it's harder for your patients to compare you with your competitors. Two, makes you look more ethical because you worked it to the penny. Three, this is a joke. Sometimes patients pay by cash. Mrs. Jones will pay two I'll pretend I've got no change on me. So you'll say, don't worry, Dr. Harry, keep the change. I'm only joking, obviously, make sure you have the change ready. Same game with Phyllis. Don't charge by the mill, charge by the skill, as they say. Mild, moderate, extensive. Same again. it's harder for them to compare. And also you manage patients' expectations. It's not what you do is the way you do it, how you do it. Remember that group, you're showing your age, like me, Bananarama. At least you like them. Key performance indicators. So if you've ever been to a gym or personal training, they always take measurements first. Let's skip that. So these are the five KPIs you need to measure every month. Number of new inquiries will show you how good your marketing is. Inquiries converted to visit will show you how good your front of desk is on the telephone. Percentage of those visits converted to treatment will show you how good you are at your consultation. Percentage of patients retained will show you how good you are at your clinical skills. And percentage of patients that refer others will show you how good your customer service is. This is the last poll. Yep, last poll. So, which one do you need to measure? Which one's letting you down? Number of inquiries convert, number of new inquiries that's marketing, inquiries to visit, visits to treatment, retention, referrals. Give me a couple of seconds. If I said only just else you have to click to submit your poll answer. Please click. Okay, thank you for that. So 70% is marketing. That's good, you're here. 10% inquiries to visit. That's to do with your telephone receptionist. I'm getting my receptionist to be upskilled in terms of telephone. We've written telephone scripts. and uh, some online telephone. I know consulting room, do a good one in terms of telephone skills. Um, anyone's good at their consultation? Perfect. Retention, 13%. So obviously you need to improve. Retention is more clinical skills. And we focus as customer service. Thank you for that. You'll be glad to know that's the last poll. Okay, last strategic pillar, talent. So same again definition. So you want to hire, nurture, and retain top talent. What do you need now and the rest of the year going forward? Your team is divided into Direct, have you got in-house marketers, operations, practice manager, sales, in-house, receptionist, bookkeeper, financial um, controller, clinicians, admin team. So, have you got who you need? Are you happy with who's on your bus? I love this phrase. Get people that love the shit you hate. Then you've got your indirect team. Your insurance, pharmacy, suppliers, clinical waste, digital marketing, PR, social media, accountants. I'm getting rid of my clinical waste because they wouldn't allow any payment holiday. Um, They're quite rude and a bump, So I go, okay, don't worry, suckers. We'll get rid of you, we'll be recommending you to my delegates. So who's been supporting you in this troubled time? Who's been taking advantage? Now's your time to change. So then Generation Z, they only stay in employment for 2.1 years. So don't be... Concerned if they end, if they stay for a couple of years, it's just their generation. Want to be part of something? They look at values, passion. What's the mission statement of the company? Okay, let's have a look at your action plan. We've done the five strategic elements. So action plan. So let's say you're in your garden and you want to chop this tree down. So every morning you wake up, get your axe, seven chops. Next morning, get your axe, seven chops. Next morning, seven chops. Eventually the tree will fall down. But why? And this is to do with your action plan as well. First, I know what I wanted. I wanted to chop the tree down. My result was to chop the tree down, not to hug the tree. Two, I had the right tools, I had an axe. If I had a baseball bat, the tree would never come down. Focus. I concentrate on the same tree every day. I don't chop one tree, go on another tree another day. I was consistent every day without fail. As I said, the compound effect, just do a little bit every day. And I've stayed with it until the job was completed. So that's what you need with your action plan. Do you know what you want? Have you got the right tools? Are you going to stay focused? Are you going to be consistent? And are you going to stay with it until the job's done? Now I'll talk about the Morgan Freeman moment. Every single film, it is a crisis, aliens, earthquakes, kidnapping, terrorists. At the end, Morgan Freeman is normally the president or vice president comes in. Everything's okay. We will eventually have a Morgan Freeman moment where everything's back to normal. He'll come in, say, let's get back on to it. Trust me, there will be a Morgan Freeman moment. But a lot of people are worried. Patients are sending me um, graphics, emojis, um, gifts. that's it, I've forgotten the word, about what they're looking like now and they're you will be flooded as long as you have regular communication with your patients you will be flooded with patients when you come back but it's those ones that are proactive not reactive so i'm doing a webinar tomorrow i mentioned it um, a couple of times dental property club so you, if you are interested in achieving financial freedom passive income a source of income and um, there's a webinar I'm doing tomorrow at 8 p.m. What I'll do, just make a note, because you're going to get a recording of um, tonight's webinar, and I'll send you a link for tomorrow's webinar at the same time. I love this uh, image. Control yourself, alter your thinking, delete negativity. So what is your next step? How are you going to stand out from the crowd? How are you going to have a successful business once it's all back to normal? How are you going to avoid the mind traps, the holes? As I said, Morgan Freeman moment, we will reach the end. There's going to be a new normal. Some things will never go back to what they are, but we are going to be running our business again sooner than later, I hope. So I'm doing on the 23rd of April a marketing masterclass. I normally do this obviously as a live event on the day. I'm doing it live via online and we're doing an offer of 99 pounds. It's gonna be 10 o'clock to 3 pm. Be a good way to go on a diet, not eat anything. Um, same again in the webinar in the post-webinar email, I'm gonna send you with a recording. There'll be a link if you want to go for that. So 23rd of April, 99 pounds. Marketing Masterclass. You can go much more detail in terms of all the marketing elements you need for a successful business. Well, 191 sites. Okay, so I'm gonna open the floor questions I'll stay as long as it takes to answer anyone's questions Um so in your chat box on the right hand side um, just answer I'm um, sorry just write your question and I'll stay there okay what's the difference between mild and moderate, extensive so mild will be 1 mil moderate is 2 mil extensive is 3 mil plus in terms of um, syringes or fillers Thank you, Kat, for the nice comments. What about practice clinical? So, is PPE going until December? So, we do not know, no one knows what's going on. My gut feeling is I'm expecting and hoping to be back in summer. I, I cannot see a lockdown unless something goes really wrong. I cannot see a lockdown. I know it sounds wrong, but If there's a lockdown in the summer, all the tourist industry is going to collapse, go bankrupt. The government cannot cope with that. So their goal, as I'm speaking to someone who knows someone on the inside, sounds like in a secret club. And so their goal is to get everything up and running, maybe some kind of lockdown, but to some kind of normality before the summer starts. Because they don't want it to affect the tourist industry. But who knows? Looking forward to tomorrow's webinar, yeah, you can't get enough of me, okay. What free clinic software? um, I wouldn't recommend anything free because it's going to have limitations and then eventually when you expand, you're going to have to go through the whole process of swapping data, crossing data. I like to start with the end in mind, so if your paper based I've got clinic software, it's not that expensive. I know I'm not going to change that now. The hard work's been done. So you can get free clinical software, but if you're going to be expanding, you're going to have to change to a better one. Also, the investment you're going to make, you can do a lot more stuff with the paid ones compared to the free ones. It'll be a new world, but we won't be in lockdown. Definitely agree, cat. So how to inject, how to advertise Botox, how to inject Botox, that'd be a good webinar. How to advertise Botox, obviously, yeah, you, well, you can never advertise PMs anyway. So internal marketing is going to be your way forward. So marketing your existing patients, you can talk about fillers, your skin treatments, etc. cetera. Um, you cannot have any before and after pictures of toxin, Botox, as law well whether you brand you use on social media. That's advertising to a public. So, what PPE do we need? We're going to have to wait to see what the guidelines are. Um, obviously, we know how ineffective is what we've been, if you're dental, dental mask, and obviously, most acidic practices don't have any facial protected equipment. So, um, it's going to be hard. I no one knows what you're going to need. Yeah, I think there will be some form of PPE. So as I said, the new normal, some things will never go back to the way it used to be, which is good. They may even say uh, no home clinics, no all clinics have to be CQC regulated, registered. I know they've been thinking about that for years. This may just be the thing they need. Okay, any medical procedures cannot be done from a non-CQC premises. So uh, my guess would be that will be coming quite soon. What clinic software I use is called clinic software, the software I use, so if you just Google clinic software. Update Google page or your website, I say at least once a month in terms of blogging, so Google picks that up. Bad taste to advertise. Yeah, I would say more like what I'm doing. It's more have educational. I've seen some people have gift vouchers. I'm not too sure because it depends on cash flow issues because most people are probably struggling with money at the moment. So I would say be educational, be there for them, be a sounding board, give them used to advice. Don't go for the money straight away, which I'm not. I mean, obviously, within the marketing market, it's a very small investment uh but i did webinars last week so build it up so you could sell something but don't do it straight away like the barbecue build a relationship do educational stuff first and then maybe go for a small sell but i wouldn't recommend straight away thank you thank you good luck with everything as well and keep safe i know ask me late. okay How can we keep the two-meter distance until December? I do not think it will go on until December. Uh, I'm quite a positive person. I'm hoping for summer, but if we do what we're supposed to do, and I say 99% of people are doing it, um, hopefully the peak, as I say, will be Easter weekend, and then it starts slowly going down, and we can relax. Obviously, don't want to relax it too quick. I would. Ex- I'm hoping for. Where are we now? April, May, end of June, beginning of July, for some kind of normality to return. So, our photo books or Botox before and after within the advertising is a grey area. You can ring ASA directly and ask them. My viewpoint anything internal is okay. So, what ASA cap. and MHOA, what do I um, advertise to the general public. So anything external, social media, your website, newspaper ads, flyers, leaflets that general public can see, they don't want you to um, mention any PRM. Internal, you c- to be on the safe side, they obviously don't have any posts or things and only have people that are interested or inquired about it, then you can show them the evidence. Discounts after COVID? Um, yeah, because obviously it depends how you play it. So I would say offer some kind of. You don't want to. Um, I don't like discounts, but what you can do is add value. So you could say, okay, um, to help you get a free skin product with every treatment you buy, which is much better in terms of value, but also you're doing cross selling because now they may be interested in your skin product as well. If you're furloughed, and the question is, what are the rules about doing marketing, such as Facebook posts while furloughed? If you're furloughed, you cannot do any work-based activities. So any promotions, any marketing, you cannot do. That's the whole point of being furloughed, is you're not doing any work. Okay. uh... Patience and decapitation scheme, um, well, you can't do it for Botox, because Botox is a PRM, so you don't know what they need. Obviously, for fillers and for skin products and skin services, you can. Yeah, online skin products are very good. Yeah, so we answer about capitation. So POMs, you cannot offer as a capitation because with PMs you don't know what they need until you see them for a face-to-face consultation. But for any non-POMs, you can do a capitation scheme. How do you work out? So work out how much they will spend on a year and then obviously reduce that because obviously they're not going to pay for it if it's the same amount as the pay as you go. Maybe a 10% reduction and then have a monthly direct debit that you charge them. But as I said, you cannot do that for toxin treatments. Okay, looks like that's the end. So thank you for your participation. Thank you for everyone that's at the end. There's a lot of starters in business, not many of your completers. Um, over half the people um, locked off before. Obviously they may have other priorities, that's fine. Um, 8.20, good going. So thank you for your participation and interaction. As I said, I'll be emailing you with a copy uh, recording of the webinar. I've been speaking quite fast because I knew there's a lot of slides to cover. Um, thank you for your kind comments. Any questions, I'll talk about the Marketing Masterclass in the email and I'll put a link on for tomorrow's webinar on the Passive Income Achieving Financial freedom. Thank you and enjoy the rest of your evening. So keep well, stay safe. And I look forward to seeing you at a live event maybe soon.